Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, Lisa Barnett with us, internationally known best-selling author of The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records and From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. She's also the founder of the Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom, where she teaches students all around the planet to access personal soul wisdom and Akashic guidance to support their own life. With more than 25 years of experience in spiritual healing, Lisa is a master of empowering individuals to find greater fulfillment, happiness, abundance, and health with ease. Lisa, welcome back to the program. Thank you, George. I am very excited to be back here. Thank you. I think the Akashic Records, we're so much to talk about. You know, who puts the information in there? Do we do it? Or do they have some scribe up there doing it? But tell us. What are the Akashic Records? So they are the recording of your soul's journey from the very moment you individuated from Source until you eventually return back into that unified field of one. So they are, it's your personal library with your very own librarians who are really here to support you, and I often call them the record keepers. So those record keepers are here uh, helping you to kind of live your life more on task, if you can work with them. <laughs> and are those are those record keepers, Lisa? Are they the ones recording our event, our life event, or are, does it go in there like like a recording automatically? a little bit more like if you had, uh, you know, a GoPro strapped to your head 24-7, and everything you did was recorded. So every experience you have, your feelings, your emotions, really like video of your whole life, uh, lifetime after lifetime, this planet, other planets, places, planes, dimensions, it's all in there. What if, what if there's something there that you want to remove? Maybe you're a little embarrassed of something you did in your life and you want to, you know, change it. Can you? Well, you know, I don't know that it's quite that simple to change it. But what I do know is that there are many things that we can go back, review, understand, learn and grow from, and that literally will kind of complete that, what we often call as a karmic cycle. And so it becomes completed, and it then becomes more like um, a growth. Mm -hmm. It becomes more like a badge than something you're embarrassed of. It's something that you learned about and you understand, and you could actually help someone else deal with it. So it becomes something more around honor and not embarrassment. When you pass over, who does the reviewing of the Akashic Records? Does the individual do it by themselves, or is there like a group of... uh elders there that are doing it with you? Yeah, I would say more the elder group sort of thing. So really what you're doing is you're saying, you know, what part of my whole soul's plan did I understand? What did I complete? What did I learn? Who did I help? All of those things. Was I really able to share my gifts and talents in the world? And so um, we really are looking at what got completed, what did we learn, and what do we want to, uh, you know, move forward to another lifetime? So it's never about right or wrong or good or bad. It literally is about your soul growing. 
I guess uh, when I was much younger, they talked about the uh, Book of Records. Is that the Akashic Records? It's the same thing? Yes, I think that it's been called, you know, a variety of things. The Book of Life, right, is referred mm-hmm. to your name being written in the Book of Life in the Bible. And I believe that they're all in reference to this energetic information, which is recorded recorded in the ethers, and so um, it is not any place physical, but is accessible literally to, you know, everyone if we really choose. Are you a believer in reincarnation, Lisa? Absolutely. (laughs) So that book, does it still stay with that entity that gets reincarnated, or do they get a new fresh one? So I see it like, you know, because we're human, right, we have the images we have. So the way the record keepers show it to me is often like a big library where each book represents a lifetime. So every life is new. You come with a new soul plan. You come with new, um, not always new, but, you know, this life I might choose this gift or talent that I want to share. And in another life I'm accessing some other gifts and talents because we have really many because we're very, very old. And so, but every lifetime, um, I see very much as a fresh book. Not that it's not related to the other books. They're kind of like sequels. So (laughs) they're interrelated, but you get to fresh, start fresh each time. Can we ever rewrite our Akashic Records? You know, I absolutely believe we can in a few different ways. All right, how? So right now, because of the time and history we're in, and so much of the old kind of what we have called karma for thousands and thousands of years, people have thought about karma as, you know, being a punishment, you're getting punished for something you did bad. But what the record keepers say is that it has been um, a collective uh, learning on the planet, because souls come back again and again, right? Reincarnation, hundreds of times. And so we've hit a point where we have learned enough um, as a really, as a humanity, as a big group, that a lot of that karma has really dissipated in the higher realms, in the Akashic records. And so at this point, we're really here finishing up what we came to learn. And so as we do that, we literally are rewriting our records. And there's also, so that's kind of going back and completing and rewriting our karmic records so that we're done with that karmic wheel. Are the Akashic records, Lisa, is it the records that will determine whether you go to heaven or hell? Well, honestly, I don't believe in either. Aha. So. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> So it's a kind of amazing, infinite journey, and we can definitely create a a life situation where we end up very, say we have a a very kind of darker negative life, and we end up very tormented as we're dying and feeling like we were either a really evil or bad person, that we almost would punish ourselves as we go forward into the etheric realms. It's like we're creating our own hell because we feel that we were a bad person and we deserve that growth, which, which comes from some sort of punishment, right? And so as we're often in lives in between, we're actually learning and growing. And 
thank heavens I think there's those that counsel there that can help us and guide us and teach us and lead us forward so that we don't get stuck in that kind of hell realm forever because there are things that often we create in our own in our own mind in our own universe now if you don't believe in heaven or hell you definitely don't believe in the devil do you no i don't as a entity i do believe that there are you know every shade of gray let's say you know there is every kind of realm and action but what the record keepers say is that that is all about our growth and our learning and so i would I have been told by them that there are people who go to extremes where they might, when they're when they leave the earth, they might not, um, they might be sequestered away, so that like kind of imprisoned in a weird way, but so that they can learn and be safe and understand what happened and what all those experiences were, so that they don't come back to earth to repeat what may have happened in the life before or in another lifetime. Lisa, what is a soul plan? So before you come to Earth, we write a plan, just like if you're going to be an entrepreneur and start a business, you would write a business plan. So, you know, when you came here, George, you said, you know, what do I want to do with this life? And you obviously said, I want to, I want to do good for humanity. I'm a communicator. I want to, you know, use my... Um, my life to to share wisdom to communicate information and so that's part of what we write in a soul plan we we choose which gifts and talents we want to share with humanity and we put that in and we choose the people we want to be with the people we want to support the people we've had challenges with in the past that we want to again kind of learn about and grow around so we say i'm going to i'm going to write a soul contract with that person who sold all my money in a past life or in another lifetime, and I'm going to partner up with them as a business partner again, and let's see if we can work it out in a really different way. Now, what would quantum healing be for your records? Yeah, so um, the wonderful part about the Akashic Records is it's part of the etheric realm, but that is all part of the quantum realm. So when I do an Akashic reading for someone, I'm going into the quantum realm where the Akashic record keepers can help us to really sometimes rewrite when appropriate. Sometimes we rewrite a soul contract. Maybe it's actually complete in, in the, um, the work we had come to do, and so they can help us to update or upgrade that soul contract Bring it into present time so it's more important or valuable to you in your life now. And so um, we can literally go in, and of course, because the quantum realm, there is no time and space, and what they often will show me is a past life that is holding you back in this lifetime, or maybe there is a, a, a gift that you had in another lifetime that you haven't reclaimed yet because of some trauma or it's been blocked in some way. So we can literally go into this quantum realm and retrieve these gifts. We can clear the old emotional or physical pain that blocked us from, from um, accessing information, do soul retrieval in the quantum field. And so it's pretty amazing the kind of work you can do because you're in that space of no time. And what, Lisa, are soul contracts? 
So when you write that soul plan, you decide um, who you want to be with. And, of course, most of us make some soul contracts with the parents we choose, sometimes with our siblings, our grandparents. Um, We often, but not always, write soul contracts with the children we have, with our, um, you know, our spouse or our significant, you know, partner. So we write these soul contracts hopefully, when they're significant partners and parents and such, to support each other. But that's not always the case, right, George? You that's know, right. You know so many people who have had traumatic lives, childhoods, families, um, and that is very much a soul contract we write to be in relationship with that person, to learn something, to, and often that's about, you know, again, it's always soul growth, so learning a lesson that we haven't learned in other lifetimes, learning about compassion, learning to share, learning, you know, <laughs> learning about, um, you know, moving from being a victim and into, you know, really moving forward in your life. So these soul contracts are written to really support ourselves and to support the people that um, are around us. Interesting. Well, and, and why should we access the Akashic Records while we're still alive? What's the benefit of that? Well, to me, the benefit is the fact that you wrote this plan. So your soul wanted to do many different things. And so I've met so many people over the years that say, I don't know what my soul purpose is or why the heck would I pick those, you know, terrible parents or, you know, why would I pick a family that I don't relate to at all? And so um, when we can understand what we were thinking as a soul before we were, you know, when we were in that infinite space instead of in this more finite physical space, I find that it's very helpful to, for people to kind of understand and, and often let go of some of our, um, our traumas to say, okay, so I was born into this family because... I wanted to learn something from them. I've learned them. I forgive them. You know what? I can actually move on and let that go. There's nothing holding me to that past. Interesting. So it can be very, um, you know, healing just in its own right to understand what you were thinking when you were an infinite soul. Who conceived of this? Who conceived of what? These, the Akashic Records. Um. I think that's just, I would say, you know, no one conceived of it per se. It's part of kind of the energetics of, of the infinite field. So the way the record keepers explain it to me is that, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. How do you say that? It is just part of who we are as a soul. Our soul is always recording what we do and what we learn and how we grow. And as we move through from lifetime to lifetime, from planet to, you know, other dimension, that we like to keep everything recorded so that learning and growth is not lost from lifetime to lifetime. Interesting take on that. How long have you been studying this, Lisa? 25-some years, huh? 25-some years. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I've been blessed to be able to channel them. So when I write my books, it's not me writing them. I just say to the record keepers, who are the these beings of light that are, you know, here guiding us, and they've never been human, they, so they have no judgment. They're, they're not ascended masters or angels. They really are 
pure source energy that has not taken any other form so far. And so, um, and, and they kind of uh, give themselves to supporting us for hundreds of lifetimes, thousands and thousands of years until they eventually go on to their, um, you know, they choose to go on to a path. Some go on and be, have human lives. Um, some don't. Some always stay in the records. So the way they explain it to us is that, um, you know, the point of the soul is to reach a stage of consciousness where it can then really be of service to all the other souls and realms in, you know, kind of the infinite universe. Has anything ever gone wrong working on the Akashic Records? Anything backfire? Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question, George. Um, you know, so if you're, if you're asking more about in a reading or something, um, you know, I would say that sometimes people don't understand kind of the bigger picture, and so, you know, they may feel they may not, you know, kind of get that... Um, the validation that they're looking for. But the way the records work is, you know, there's, it's in a serious field. So I don't think anything can truly backfire in that way. Again, it's when we come into these human realms that we, um, you know, we have a more limited view of, of everything. And so we sometimes understand what our soul's plan was about, you know, and sometimes it makes sense and sometimes it it doesn't, and we still may say, what the heck was I thinking, right? Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.